and welcome to Sutra Side Talk, episode 98. I'm your host, Kamran Shushtar, and with me is... James Seelig. And also... Brandon Moncada. <laughs> that is right. We have Brandon here, which you haven't heard him since our Last of Us Part 2 special that we did. Uh, and then he also hijacked our show a few weeks ago for April Fool's Day and tried to be me. So that was also I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I finally listened to that. That was super funny. <laughs> what are you talking about? You don't want to know about Zoa Energy and Sims 3 updates? <laughs> <laughs> we better get a sponsorship. <laughs> Dude, I love that like, you guys kept uh, making fun of the fact that we just talk about Destiny all the time. And I was just like, oh my god, they got us. They got I, us so good. I remember... I just... I wasn't expecting the weather <laughs> part where they just started going really into it. I'm like, I said the date. That's no, it. No, I think it's funny because... Uh, I think it was like we listened to like an episode or two. Like we kind of skimmed through it to see how you guys talk and like, you know, what you usually do. And I noticed one episode you were talking about the weather outside. And I was like, oh, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But speaking of guys, today is Friday, May 7th. Uh, we're doing Friday just so we can get a, everyone in for this schedule because our main topic today is going to be on Mortal Kombat, the movie. Uh, before that, of course, we got various news topics, uh, everything from Marvel and DC movies to uh, Discord coming to PlayStation some Division 2 and Destiny 2 news, and uh, more E3 stuff. So that's all going to be for today. And of course, this is Sutra Side Talk, our show where we talk about weekly gaming, movie, TV show news, usually select topics, and then we'll talk about what we've been watching and playing. Uh, we'll, I'll put a spoiler warning for Mortal Kombat, but you know, it's like, it's on HBO Max. Have you not seen it yet? Unless you're waiting to go to a theater, which... Uh, we were advised not to, and uh, we'll we'll talk about that when we get to it. I think we'll we'll definitely talk about that. Huh. That whole experience trying to watch yeah. that film. Yeah. That's, uh, anyway. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, you mentioned this. Yes. Uh, it, it, it's a fun story uh, of just trying to go see the movie itself. But yeah, how's how's everyone doing this week, guys? Uh, pretty good. Uh. Things are moving along in my job. I learned learning some new stuff, and just, I don't know. I just had a really good day. I, I uh, got to finally practice on like a, a machine that I've been trying to get uh, signed off on, being able to actually do use myself without like supervision and stuff like that. And like apparently, I did well enough that uh, one of the guys on my team was like, "Yeah, you're probably gonna be able to do this on your own next week. It'll be like it'll be good." So, oh, sweet. I don't know. I'm just like super excited. It wasn't like you were like in with if I get this concoction no, it, correctly, it should be dry ice. And then you were like, oh, no, poison mustard gas. So basically what it is, is like it's a machine that tests like how healthy platelets are sort of. OK, uh, so uh, and it's just like super sensitive. And it's one of, the, of these tests where like to make sure that I can do it on my own, they need to compare my results to like something someone else has already done that day as well. And so there's only like certain days where that's really viable for time and like platelets we got. But anyway, I, I don't know. I had a good week. Nice, Mr. Science. Except for like Wednesday when I tried to use the, the this machine in like the other room and because there's apparently another one. And then that's and where the mustard gas came. Dude, that machine was like 
fucked up. <laughs> like it was, it was doing shit that made no sense to me, and I was just like, "Oh my god, am I doing this completely wrong? I don't understand." And uh, then, I, like using the one that's in the usual room that I'm in, turns out it wasn't me; it was the machine. So I'm feeling good about myself. Very nice, Brandon. How are I'm you doing? doing? All right. It's been a little bit of a hectic week in terms of just figuring stuff out. I, uh, I think I told you I'm beginning my path to becoming a teacher so yeah that's nice. uh that's gonna be a long one to four year process so we'll see um i'm expecting uh if there is if you don't hit a kid in the face with a uh chalkboard eraser i don't know what's gonna or if you take two chalkboard erasers and just like just get the head that would you know probably that probably get any that. teacher fired so <laughs> mm. they still have chalkboards is that still uh, I think some do. I think it's like a preference thing. I don't know. I haven't done the research on classroom supplies or what's available. All I've I've only been focusing on how to be certified, basically. Uh, oh, okay. So to answer your question, no, Comron. There will be no chalkboard erasers getting tossed around. <laughs> well, if anything, you could always uh, make them just. What did they? They have to like hit them together to clean them after after class you can make them do that uh if they're I, don't, I don't think that's the thing that's even done anymore because <laughs> oh shit <laughs> no uh basically i signed up for this thing called the cbest which is this california little test that you know it's to test your knowledge like basic knowledge stuff uh it's like a four hour they give you like four hours to do these three different tests and then you have to do this program where you go for a class you go into a classroom and learn how to be a teacher for about a semester and then you go shadow a teacher for a semester a couple other things you got to do you gotcha. know get your fingerprint scanned and get some letters of recommendation all that stuff so it's going to be quite the process all right sweet dude are you gonna have your students call you mr Moncada or doc or mr oh M? god <laughs> mr mr <M. laughs> uh, no, i don't even know it's gonna be so awkward and i'll get i'll know when i get there i still gotta get over the idea of grading Excellent. papers but just be like, am you a senior Brandon? We'll see, though. But in the meantime, it's just Trader Joe's for now. Gotcha. Uh, I have been uh, fully vaccinated. And, you know, everyone kept telling me to watch out and be ready. It was the second Pfizer dose. And I got it on Tuesday. And I did a bunch of errands, random and got home as soon as I could because I'm like, okay, if anything goes bad, I want to be back home. I don't want to be like somewhere in the middle of the city all of a sudden starting to die. And so I got <laughs> home pretty much a-okay. I woke up the next day fully energized. So I worked out and I drank some ZOA that day and I felt pretty damn good. <laughs> and, and I started telling people and then they got angry because I wasn't suffering like others were. And I was like, yeah, no, I feel great, bro uh i i feel i feel great yeah I, I just uh no no side effects i'm good nice yeah my arm like, rings a bit when someone like calls me on the phone it's like it rings with my phone so i don't know what that means maybe it's like 5g or something but otherwise i think some microchip they got you yeah no okay that's a, that's i don't want to actually advocate for that <laughs> yeah. because that's some stupid <laughs> shit i don't like, there's people out there that's like oh, i knew it he was right they were right the whole time He's like, they're all microchipped i knew it <laughs> they went on record 
god. All right. Are you guys ready to jump right into the news then? Let's do it. Yep. And uh, for our news pieces this week, we're doing a max of uh, about eight minutes. Uh, hopefully we'll be under for some, but we'll see how it goes. And then afterwards, right into Mortal Kombat. Mm. So uh, starting off here with the new Marvel slate that was announced. So Marvel came in and showed pretty much a whole little like montage of or like a sizzle sizzle reel, I guess, of older films and stuff and then it was like a trailer trailers for the whole yeah like for the whole next phase yeah but yeah it started with like some stanley a voiceover which was a nice little rem- a reminder of the guy yeah and it like went through past movies got to end game and then it's like coming soon uh they showed clips of black widow followed by shang chi from the trailers we've recently gotten and then it gave us some new footage of or first-time footage of Eternals, and just showed them kind of walking around and more walking around. Angelina Jolie has a hollow golden sword. And, yeah, we had also, uh, what's his name, Richard Madden uh, as well. Uh, You'll know him as Rob Stark, who seems to be the main character of the Eternals. I I think he plays Icarus, I want to say. No idea. I could be wrong. I don't know. I don't know any of these characters. I just I know that they're like, Hey, there's Jack Camille Nanjiani or whatever Are you, his you name talking is, about uh, what's it. The, uh, uh, Silicon Valley? Yeah, the dude Silicon Valley. Dude, that dude's fucking I hilarious. I think that was <laughs> yeah. Dinesh or something like that. I just, uh, yeah, I think... You, oh, God, I can't remember. I love that show. It's so funny. You knew he made it because... Uh, he his picture showed up on Pornhub apparently, and he tweeted it out, and he's like, "Uh oh." <laughs> that was super. Funny. It was like that picture of him ripped. I was cracking up, but uh, we got dates pretty much for everything, which we already knew. Uh, Black Widow's the first up, July 9th of this year, and then Shang Chi, September third of this year. Oh yeah, it's Dinesh. Uh, Sorry, that was his character. <laughs> yeah, I, it oh, okay. I was like, "What was his name?" But we got. I I forgot. We have four movies this year, and and it's all in the second mm-hmm. half. Like, they're just, like, it, it's all from, you yeah. know, everything being delayed constantly, and then we've seen how they've either put stuff directly to on-demand, and they've put, like, you know, the Pixar movies, they're not even giving them a chance to go into theaters, they're just throwing them right off uh, onto Disney+. Plus. But, uh, yeah, Black Widow, Shang-Chi, and Eternals, Eternals coming out November 5th this year, all coming out, and then ending in December, December 17th, with uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, which, like I said... Uh, no Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, then, you know, this movie is going to be trash. That's all I'm saying. If you don't have, especially no Tobey Maguire, just don't, just don't, you know, don't show up. I don't, I don't, I don't want to see. I you're just like trolling or not, but I really thought Sam Rami Spider-Man was just okay. Oh, I know. We, 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 you showed me that video oh, that yeah. one time. Where <laughs> <laughs> that dude. It's one of those things where, like, I remember those movies fondly, but the last time I tried to go back and watch them, I was like, oh, there's a lot more cheese in these. Yeah, than that, was, that was, dude, I, I still think it was Oscar winning, Oscar winning to have little, is that little Goblin Jr. going to cry now? <laughs> like, come on, man, that, that is, that is primo, primo acting. The thing with Tobey Maguire is that he was, he was a decent Peter Parker. He wasn't a great Spider-Man. No, yeah, definitely. Um. MTV Best Kiss of Oh, <laughs> Tropic Thunder. <laughs> yeah. What was it? The Devil's Alleyway? Was that what that movie was uh, called? Saint, Saint Satan's Alley, Alley, yeah. <laughs> Satan's Alley. With Robert oh, Downey Jr. God. You got That's Iron so Man good. and Spider-Man. 
It's the movie we always needed. Holy shit, you're right. <laughs> Just get a, grab a can of booty sweat and go watch. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> oh, God. But uh, 2022, uh, they're kicking off with Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, March 25th. Uh, once again, uh, if Sam Raimi's directing, if you don't have Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, what's the point? I don't, I don't see the point in this either still. Uh, Thor Love and Thunder, May 6th. Uh, that's going to be really fun. I'm really looking forward to this. And then uh, these are the big two because they change the, the names are not what we were expecting. Uh, July 8th of 2022 will be Black Panther Wakanda Forever. And we'll see how that goes. We don't really know exactly what their plan is. And I honestly think they're still trying to work it out themselves too, potentially, because it hasn't started filming yet, I don't think. Um. We've talked about it before, James, I think. Brandon, if you wanted to put any uh, opinion on this of what you think will happen, because, like, obviously the big thing is you have potential, like, the, the most, like, go-to it would be Shuri. Uh, there are some people thinking, what, what if they what if they brought Killmonger back from the dead, which I'm not going to lie, would be kind of be cool, because I feel like Black Panther had two of the more interesting villains, and it felt kind of a waste, especially for, like, Claw, to kill him off that quickly. Yeah. Um... You know, I've thought about this, and it's hard to say because I, I can't put my finger on what they could do next or how they're going to go about it because there's, in my head, a few options that come to mind. And it's it's really difficult to figure out because whatever, like, they have to be careful how they go about this, you know. So, Very true. Yeah. You know, I, I thought, you know, well, when actors and actresses have died in the past and like passed away in the middle of projects or, you know, before they could f start filming a project, they've typically done stuff like, uh, for instance, the Princess Leia stuff with the deep fake. Yeah. There's mm. that, uh, which I'm pretty sure they're not going to do. There is the Shuri thing. The only thing is that I either heard or read somewhere that the actress wasn't interested in doing movies anymore i could be wrong i have no idea uh, uh I, I could be wrong i think i heard that somewhere but maybe it was just like a false rumor uh the other route i could see them going is just i mean recasting the character i guess honestly be i i think they they for sure said they would not recast t'challa so i think at least for the mcu they're probably going to retire no. T'Challa. Yeah. They haven't they, they haven't said how, but I honestly would expect there's a good chance they will kill him off somehow, but I'm not too sure well, how exactly. Because you know, if we're going off the source material, uh, you know, with the comics, there have been other characters that have had the mantle of Black Panther. So that's true. Yeah. Including yeah, I think she, she was. Uh yeah, I forget the name of some of the other like I think there's at least two other characters that I have. And you know, maybe they'll do that. Maybe they'll introduce a new character and the film will be kind of like their origin story s kind of thing. But I don't know. It's hard to say because, you know, whatever the, yeah. the way I see it is whatever choice is made is not going to please everyone. Oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah. It's yeah. a really hard it's, spot. It's there. one of those things. I, I, I don't envy it at all. <laughs> it's one of those things that like... Yeah. I feel like they got to be very careful what they do, and uh, and they'll probably, you know, Ryan Coogler's coming back to direct and write, isn't he? Yeah, that he. It sounds like he's been the one, pretty much not one manning it, but 
it, it seems like he's been the one overseeing a lot of it. Like he's been trying to figure. So all of I this imagine out. So, whatever, as long as he has creative control, um, or at least say in what happens next, whatever he does, he will make sure it is in the best interest for everyone. Or at the very least, you know, maybe in his own opinion, the best option he can go with. True. Okay. Yeah, because I know people have, I will say, like, the only thing, I guess, I besides Shuri, I think making it Killmonger would be interesting just because of the tragedy that character had and how it would be more of a redemption. Uh, you, you don't really get the characters doing redemption normally, like, if you look at all the MCU characters, they're all naturally like, oh, they were here from the start for, from doing something and they work into it or whatever. But they could always do something where like he did die, but it just like for a bit T'Challa sort of died in the first movie too. And then they brought him back with that healing stuff or whatever. Um, and they could do a thing where it's like one of those, oh, right after he died, it's a flashback of like they took him to one of those stasis things that they put uh, Bucky in or something. And they're like, you know, maybe we need him or something. And they bring him back out of it. I don't know. I'm just spitballing here, but I'm just guessing. I have no idea. Yeah. But, uh, otherwise, I you know, it'd be cool to see Shuri, but they could also, yeah, do some no name and be like, hey, you can do it. But also that's also kind of random because this is a much more royalty oriented thing uh with that type of mantle uh but i'm not too sure uh otherwise uh the other movies going through them a little bit faster uh the marvels for november 11th 2022 of that year as well i was not expecting it to be called this because you know you'd yeah. think captain marvel 2 which i'm not complaining because that I means didn't even you know realize it was a sequel to captain marvel 2 i thought it was literally the uh the miss marvel well they're combining show. everything it's going to be, you know... Yeah, so, oh, go ahead, Cameron. I mean, I mean, it's like the later on this year, we're going to get the Miss Marvel uh, Disney Plus show, which is yeah. going to have uh, Iman Vellani as Kamala Khan, which I... It's like we, we talked about, like, the Captain Marvel movie was very much whatever, um, but I am highly excited for the Miss Marvel show just because she's one of the newer but honestly a very very awesome like she was one of my favorite marvel characters now uh because very of how good the comics yeah. were i mean so, i read yeah miss marvel when it first launched ever and the g willow wilson run and uh it's a fantastic series so i yeah it's one a, of I, the I better think... things to come out of immortal or not immortals sorry uh, uh in humans in humans <laughs> yeah so it's like, an eye. she's like the only that didn't kill off i think in the comics but yeah because i i said it before but uh the the minute i knew i liked the book or it like grabbed me because it's like you know i don't i i don't really get to choose or pick when it comes to middle eastern comic book characters so even though i'm iranian i see pakistani i'm like ah close enough and <laughs> And I open the book and I see how they drew her and her family's noses. And I'm like, oh, shit, they're for real. All right, let's I'm, I'm in it. All right. These are the Middle Eastern. Nose. I'm, I get it. This is like my nose. I, I, I'm feeling this. And then uh, that's how I got sold. And then from there, like, yeah, just loved everything about it. Uh, I've said it before, but also like closest thing to what Spider-Man used to be, I would say, with that Peter Parker style thing of managing like life and both personal and being a hero and keeping it alive for the most part. Um, but yeah, we're going to get her in the Marvels. We're going to get Monica Rambeau from uh, WandaVision 
and then uh you know captain marvel return which <laughs> i'm not gonna lie i'm like that's the least interested interesting part about what's coming in this movie because i'm much more interested in uh in monica and especially in kamala uh so that's gonna be pretty big uh and then the last two three uh in 2023 we get ant-man and the wasp quantum mania which i love those first two movies they're legitimately comedies with superheroes in them they're probably the marvel movies i've rewatched the most out of all of them they're just so good yeah <laughs> so i mean yeah. good. no one ever talks about it but paul rudd is probably one of the perfect castings <laughs> Paul Rudd is yeah. just hey, dude, I love that guy. You're Captain America. Hey, I know you too. You're pretty good, dude. I was literally laughing uh, like just randomly the other day about the scene in uh, Endgame where he's just like trying to eat, sit outside and eat a taco, and like the Quinjet shows up and just like blows all the stuffing out of the taco, and he's just holding the shell. Just the the face he made was so fucking funny. Like Paul Rudd, he knows how to get me. He really does. He just, he knows what to do. And when he's emotional, he's emotional. That scene in Endgame where he sees his daughter, that was so freaking good. Dude, yeah, like, the way yeah, literally same movie when he's just, like, running, uh, going through, like, the names on the wall and he's, like, hoping to God he doesn't see his daughter, but he finds his own name there. Yeah. I was just like, damn, dude, what? Shit, this got dark real fast. I just, as long as also in the third one we get more, like, Baba Yaga. <laughs> <laughs> So freaking good. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, May 5th, 2023. So that'll be James Gunn's uh, pretty much exit, I believe, from Marvel with this movie. And I, from what I heard in news, too, um, uh, shit, uh, Dave Batista uh, will be potentially, that's his last uh, Marvel movie, too. Or at least uh, that might be the end of Drax, uh, from what I've heard. Mm, we'll see. I saw, like, Instagram posts, or just like a little while ago saying that he's not going anywhere, but uh, it's always, yeah. I mean, these contracts only last so long. It's going to be practically 10 years yeah. of being that character. I mean, yeah. True. So true, it's true, one of those yeah. things that, you know, and then, uh, finally fantastic four, uh, directed by, uh, John Watts. Uh, will be coming, I guess, also 2023 sometime, I'm assuming, if it's like this, uh, probably the summer, or the fall, but probably the summer, I'm assuming. Uh, and then, uh, God help all those that have another Fantastic Four movie. I don't know. You know, the last three were so good. I'm, <laughs> I have my hopes for this one, too. <laughs> uh, do you think they put Chris Evans back in it again, too, for this one? Maybe. What if they bring Chris Evans back as Human Torch? Uh, oh, oh, God, that'd be so funny. You'd be like, hey, aren't you the guy? No, no, I'm not. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just Johnny Storm he, he or whatever back twice. Or he's just like, oh, yeah, I get that all the time. Hey, you look yeah. like that Captain America fellow. <laughs> Who? You well, know, he's guy, the guy with America's ass. Oh, yeah, that's what you're talking about. But yeah, my ass is way hotter. But uh, I guess before we end that topic, uh, what which of those titles are you guys most excited for? Uh, I don't know. At this point, you know, I don't. I'm not like diehard for MCU, and I don't hate the MCU. I just kind of watch it all because, at the very least, they're all entertaining. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe Spider Man. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah. 
I'd probably say Spider-Man I'm most excited for just because like really? Spider-Man's what well it's one of my favorite characters of all time so I, like it's hard not to be excited for that one and I'm just like Immortals don't know much about them so Eter- I, I don't Eternals, I'm not, not like Immortals. hyped for it Internals. So I don't even know the name. I can't even get the name. I right. thought it was called Infinites. I don't really. <laughs> um. Yeah, like I'm probably most interested though, or curious, I guess, about the Fantastic Four movie because I just like we keep getting so many, or we have gotten so many really terrible yeah. Fantastic Four movies that at this point I'm just like, can you even make a good Fantastic Four movie that doesn't suck? Or actually, okay. I, I'm uh, uh, I'm curious to see what happens with the Black Panther movie. Yeah, oh, yeah also I that. I want to yeah. see how they go about it. I'm just like I want to know already. So, if anything, I just want to see what they do next. I think for me, I'm probably gonna go with Aquaman too. Uh, I think that's probably the now, but um, Thor: Love and Thunder. Honestly, I, I think that's the one mm. I'm most excited for. And then I am also very, very curious what they're going to do with Wakanda forever. Uh, that's more of just curiosity, whereas Thor Love and Thunder, I'm just basically waiting for Ragnarok part two of just yeah, complete fair. idiocy, the film. And I just want more Avengers because that is the best MCU team I've seen thus far. Yeah, it's easily. probably like a very close second to Spider-Man for me. Yeah. But moving on to the DC news, which we're going to take a complete difference in tone of just like, is uh, we got news for the uh, new Superman movie that's coming uh, that is being written by Tanahesi Coates. I believe I said his name correctly, right? I used to think it was Tanahesi Coates. Tanahesi, okay. Uh, Apparently, apparently. So this isn't like big news i mean it makes sense i would not expect anything less but they're going to be looking for a black director uh which apparently at the same time this is according to the hollywood reporter article by uh tatiana siegel and at the same time blade is looking for a black director too so and i something i guess yeah they're both currently looking at the same time for someone to be tapped to helm these films but I want to see if you guys heard this too, or I don't think you heard it, James, but I don't know if you heard with Brandon, but apparently the black Superman they will be for this film will not be president Superman or Val Zod, but it would instead Hello. be just a black. Yeah. And I'm just, but why though? Yeah. So I had three big issues with this one. I didn't think of before. And then it dawned on me because someone brought it up in some Twitter comments somewhere. But there are three things wrong with this. One, I just feel it, I feel it's kind of fucked up to do this on Henry Cavill's birthday. <laughs> I'm like, did you, did you guys play? Was this on purpose? Did you guys know or you guys knew and you said, you know, what, we could we could wait one day. What's one day going to do? But you said, no, let's let's announce it on Henry Cavill's birthday. Just let's pour some salt like who? Who does that? What did you do? What did what did the Witcher do? So why why are you doing this? But two, they, just, they still have a grudge against that mustache. Well, realistically, yeah, that, of course. I was gonna say realistically, they just didn't know because they don't care. Yeah, yeah. That's of course the least offendable of the three. Uh, the second is, I think, the biggest, which is 
we still are there's still the entire allegation topic that we've been going through this whole time with Ray Fisher and everything he's been talking about all the stuff he dealt with with Joss Whedon Jeff Johns Walter Hamada everyone of just kind of minimizing a black character and then you watch Justice League and you see all of the minority characters that were supposed the to be real in the movie Justice League by the way just completely gone and you see him get swept under the rug and you feel like oh we're announcing a black superman movie and you're like oh that's kind of cool and then you realize oh wait are they just doing this to sweep cyborg under the rug and ray fisher under the rug is this kind of feels like it just a little bit feel, it, honestly it's starting to feel that way and then also on top of that you, you don't get you're like oh you know they're trying to be diverse and everything and it's like wait a minute if they wanted to be diverse and successful with this, why didn't they choose the already established black Superman that are already, honestly, like the fact that they've been circulating in the news so much, like I feel like the average person is starting to understand potentially who Val Zod and President Superman are, where you can make a, a movie about them, especially if you're going into Elseworlds for this kind of thing anyway for the movies where it's like not tied into anything and it's its own thing like the, um, uh, the Robert Pattinson Batman films. And if you're going to do that, you can go all out. And it's like, what if there's a world where there's a black Superman that's the president? That's such an interesting idea. Or a world where it's like with Val Zod, where it's like, yeah, he's sort of like Zod, but it's a world where freaking Kal-El is dead. And instead you have this one, but instead they go, I don't think they're these already established black characters are going to be successful. So let's just take a white character and just change his color. And that's what's going to buy seats. That just seems like, for, to me, a lack of belief in what you're trying to preach right now. Um, yeah. I could be wrong. Well, I don't well, know. That's, this is just I my own personal opinion. That, you know, they use, they're using Cal-El still because Cal-El is synonymous with comics culture. The name, you know, it's no secret. Superman is literally the superhero. That is yeah, that is the true. archetype of all superheroes. It's just a known thing. Cal L is the name that res just like Clark Kent. Cal L and Clark Kent are like they will forever go down in history as one of the most famous names ever. You know. True. So when you're thinking of the because you gotta remember these are movies. These are for the general audience. This is not for the yeah. There's comic book readers and comic book appreciators and fanboys or whatever or or certain groups of fans that are like you know whether they be hardcore comic fans or hardcore superhero movie fans this is appealing to the broader audience to the the general audience you have this option and i'm speaking from the perspective of like a major studio right you're gonna go okay if we want people to see this superman which superman is it gonna be if we call him cal l people are gonna go oh okay i know that name but if we call him, I don't know, Calvin Ellis, then people are going to be like, who's that? Right? So, at least that's how I see it. It's because uh, it's it the name. Sense. No, yeah, I... You think they could do Steel? There was a... I mean, there's a Steel <laughs> movie already. You'd think, right? <laughs> like a good Steel movie, I mean. Yeah, a good Steel movie. But, they. That's the whole thing. They could, they could try it, but I don't think... Yeah, it they could literally be their Iron Man. Like it's it's another <laughs> issue of so it comes down to it to me. It comes also down to another issue of oversaturation, where we've been talking about it in the comics a lot, where you're just getting 
instead too of all these Batman. other characters. Yeah, too much Batman, too much Superman, too much Wonder Woman. It's like the, the three big ones, they're just going to double down on them only, and you're seeing it too in film. You're getting how many different... It's like, oh, yeah, The Flash is going to have Ben Affleck and Michael Keaton. Well, we have this Robert Pattinson Batman movie, and we just had the Christian Bale Batman movies oh. a little bit ago. It's not even been a decade yet. And, like, how much Batman there is in film, and now you're going to be the, seeing the same thing with the exact same Superman. Uh, where instead, like, yeah, there's still, there's so many other characters they could tap. But also, it's like, yeah, Superman's going to sell the most because he's the biggest character, and this is definitely... You know, it's news circulating. It's going to, everyone's talking about it. We're talking yeah. about it because it's just like yeah. that idea. There's another thing you consider is the same thing happens in comics too. And this is something I've talked about with like, you know, like with Brandon on, on a Paul City Comics podcast. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what that is. Uh, we basically <laughs> talked about how, you know, there's like, for instance, they introduced the new Wonder Woman and it's Yora, right? Is that how you pronounce her name? I think it's, is yeah, it I thought it was Yara. Yeah, I think uh, it's Yada. I'm thinking Yora because I'm playing near Automata. Uh, it's uh, Yada. Yeah, it's Yada. Yada Flores, right? Uh, they call her Wonder Woman still, and instead they're writing off of the legacy of the Wonder Woman name instead of just creating a whole new character. I mean, yeah, it's completely different, a whole different scenario. But it's doing that thing where they're using the same name to because that's the name people know. Back to that whole like, Cal L. That's true. I guess the only difference here is, yeah, that one, like, we know that they're two completely different people just with the same mantle. And I think also the idea of an Amazon from the Amazon was already like, oh, shit. Uh, oh, wait. Like, when, when no one ever thought oh, of wait, that. I correct myself. Her name is Yada Floor. My bad. But um, so I don't know. I mean, it's it's one of those things. Like, there, there's a lot of decisions that go into this because a lot of money is involved. But, you know. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing, too. I guess if you did have the Valzad Superman, you still have the name Superman yeah. there. The only difference is the other name, just like with Yada. I mean, now she's not even her comic wasn't even like finished and out yet. And they already went. We're giving her a CW show like it was that mm -hmm. fast. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, I, I still don't know. Like, I'm just not. I guess it's because it's not even the movie itself. It's everything that's around it. It just doesn't feel good. Whether it's the WB execs or the stuff with Ray Fisher and the chance we won't get to see potentially Henry Cavill again on screen. It's just like all these things are just like circulating around it. And it's not the film's fault. It's definitely not Ta-Nehisi Coates' no, fault. Uh, yeah. So it, it's just everything else about it. But it's also one of those things where uh, I actually did message uh, Blockstorf about this. And I was just like, I just really don't like WB execs, bro. I just yeah, really don't. A, you don't blame the creators. Uh, you blame the executives. Yeah, yeah, each time. Yeah, always remember who the ones pulling the strings always are. Um, but yeah, that's that. And then moving on to the gaming news, guys. Uh, first off is some news with Discord. So, you know, we recently talked about how the deal with PlayStation or not uh, Xbox spoilers already uh, Xbox and Microsoft were going to acquire Discord. And then that fell through. Discord apparently said they're going to go public. Uh, with their, I guess, going to the market. So, like, you could probably buy stocks and stuff and whatnot. But uh, now, PlayStation got a minority share in Discord, apparently. And with it, they are being integrated into the PlayStation ecosystem. So, this isn't PlayStation or Sony purchasing Discord. This is them going, hey, we just are, like, we're at the table, sort of. Uh, we are at a small seat. We're not, like, in the controlling seat or anything like that. But they are 
now working to integrate Discord into basically utilizing PlayStation. And personally for me, this is great news just because I am one. Brandon, you know this for sure. Uh, I'll be on Discord with the guys on PC and trying to play a PlayStation game. And I'm just like have one headphone off half the time. Just trying to be like, I, I just balancing this sucks so badly. And the idea now that I can be on my PlayStation playing, have my headphones on both on both ears and talking <laughs> to my friends on my PC. That idea makes me so it honestly is a big game changer for me. And I'm hoping like, I don't oh, think yeah. this is the start, the, the, the beginning and end. I'm expecting this to eventually come to Xbox too, just like you're seeing Call of Duty, Fortnite, even Destiny being full on cross-platform with everything. But imagining that Discord now will allow everyone to talk to each other and you don't have to use Xbox Party Chat. You don't have to use PlayStation Party Chat, which PlayStation Party Chat honestly can be kind of a chore, especially it's not even when you're in the party, it's fine. It's setting up the party that is such a chore. It is so yeah. annoying. Um, I was gonna. I'm just gonna go and say that this makes no difference for me. Uh, <laughs> I know because uh, <laughs> I tell Cameron this all the time. I'm one of those people that I have a PlayStation just for the exclusives. I literally don't play anything else on there except for exclusives. All my multi-platform games are all Xbox or PC, a combination hybrid of the two. You know, between like Steam, Game Pass, and all that. And then, you know, Nintendo for the exclusives. So, the f- I thought you did Nintendo for the most Oh, yeah, dude. I, God, Smash Bros. Ultimate Online <laughs> is the greatest experience ever. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> no, but, like, the the way I look at it is, like, this, it's cool. I just feel like this should have been an option a long time ago. Like, right? it should have yeah, been yeah. integrated years ago when Discord, or at least, like, I felt like it'd be something they'd look into at the beginning of the pandemic with people now being more remote than ever. And I know these things take time. Yeah, and There's a lot of contracts to sign. There's a lot of money involved and, you know, integration with OSs and everything. But these major companies have the money and time to do that. So it's for me, it's just more of like it finally is happening. But like, why is it only one platform? I'd be saying the same thing for Xbox, honestly. It's just no, it should sure. be integrated. But then, you know, you got people like me where it doesn't really matter because I, I could be playing a single player game on my PlayStation, but... I will talk to my friends on Discord with my computer at the other end of the room or have my tablet next to me or my headphones in for my phone. So I feel like... And then we hear your whole game. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but it's one of those things that, like, I, I think it's good that's happening. I just think it's not happening fast enough. I agree. You know, there's, yeah. there's no excuse, in my opinion, because Sony... Are they a billion-dollar company? No, they're a million-dollar company. Yeah, the Sony and Microsoft, like, even though they're competing consoles, everyone forgets Microsoft vastly outweighs Sony. Xbox is a ridiculous difference. Microsoft Microsoft is like a profit. Yeah, Xbox isn't even an important part of Microsoft. Well, it's becoming more important in their eyes, finally. (laughs) Well, with with the cloud, like, cloud gaming, uh, Game Pass, xCloud are the two big uh, proponents of the future. Either way, Microsoft's a billion dollar company. What? Sony's a million dollar company. They have, uh, at least according to Google, which take with a grain of salt, says net worth in 2021 was $95 billion. Ooh. What the fuck? For Sony? Oh, Sony. well, they, they make hardware. I, I, so. I mean, I would compare How? it. I would say 
I mean, they also Sony is probably in the tens of billions, whereas Microsoft is in the hundreds of billions. I, I guess you'd yeah. bring that yeah. aspect. Well, um, I think Microsoft is a trillion dollar company. There yeah. you go. That makes more sense. Yeah, because they're, they're, they're just like, yeah, it's fine. We could just buy like their, their biggest. Everyone forgets like, yeah, Bethesda was a really big deal. But I think the biggest one they've done was LinkedIn. Like that yeah. was a lot. Well, sure. either way, Sony, you know, they got billions of dollars because they do hardware. They make sound bars. They make TVs. You know, they're honestly their sound systems yeah. are some of the best in the industry easily. And their t- the Bravia TVs are incredible, too. I, I that's pretty much pro- I'm buying a Sony TV. The minute I mean, I, I, I'm in a new place. Everybody get an LG. Those are awesome. But <laughs> um, <laughs> so, Who paid so, you? I know, right? Uh, nobody did. I'm just saying from my experience. What I was going to say, though, is that these companies have the money. They have the time. There's no excuse for them to not integrate it besides, I guess, someone on whichever end of the deal is being like stingy or, you know, not, I guess, cooperative. So I'm glad it's happening. I just want more shit. I'm expecting it to be on Xbox and it'll be a hell Mary of a throw if they get it on Switch. Uh, That's uh, all right. That's uh... (laughs) a. Let's not get critical. Let's I not have get never crazy. a dream, all right? <laughs> I have never once, I have never once used the Nintendo app. Uh, voice chat app. That's like their brilliant idea was to put it like voice chat on your phone, which works, makes sense. Because they're because they're, yeah, I guess because they're like, oh, you, you, everyone has their phone with them all the time. It'll be fine. We don't have to have the switch like run this shit in the background. We'll just have their phones do it. You know what else is on your phone? Discord. I know, right? I think <laughs> so uh, Discord. I think it would be I, I, the only thing I'm imagining is you're playing Animal Crossing and everyone's in a Discord party. That's that's all I can imagine at the moment yeah. if that was possible. But uh, I think I could be wrong. As someone was saying something, it doesn't say it in this PlayStation blog post, but uh, they said potentially it would be integrated in 2022. So it's still a ways away. I'm not sure when in 2022, so it's it's still we still have to, it's still gonna be time because you know they it sounds like with this announcement they are just starting. I don't like usually if it's a game announcement that's different. That game has probably already been in production already, but when it's a deal with another company, you know who knows uh, when it's something like this. I'm not too sure. Uh, well, actually, no. For this one, because of that recent Microsoft news, I feel like this is very fresh. This is just starting, um, but. We'll see how it goes too, especially because Sony's been slow in general when it comes to their hardware. Uh, like they only just recently had their first patch for the PlayStation, if I remember correctly. Uh, I actually didn't have any patches for a very long time, so they've been kind of slow moving on that kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know, but I was just gonna—I was just gonna say the PlayStation for me is kind of uh, the Switch, not so much because you could take it on the go and be around people and playing it. The PlayStation for me was always kind of like that weird extra like secluded kind of like single player experience because i don't ever chat with anyone on it and i don't <laughs> i don't know it's kind of weird but that's just my experience with it i'm i'm pretty much i know i get you i'm a little bit like because i'm always talking to my clan on destiny so I'm, I'm always living on there practically uh and at a certain point too uh a lot of our people switch to pc so they've always been on discord playing destiny on pc so with i'm hoping uh it hits pc or it hits playstation the same time the crossplay hits because then the like people i used to play with and the people i currently play with can actually reunite now 
into just Discord parties and also play together at the same time too using just PlayStation and PC, which would be honestly really cool. Plus, now there's so many more chances to raid. Oh my god! But uh, hmm. yeah, moving on uh, to E3 news. There's... <laughs> Brandon, you weren't here, but James and I. Uh, there's E3 yeah. news. I had no idea. <laughs> there's E3 news. Yeah. So we were talking about who is attending and like the ones that aren't for sure. You know, like PlayStation and EA because they do their own thing now. But uh, it's uh, Brandon. It's virtual this year, and uh, it sounds like it's not the same as you know we had before, where it's the physical event. Each company has their own conference that's separate. Uh, the way it's sounding like this time, there's three different hosts taking running through E3. So it sounds like it's a full on like event where they're they're gonna still have each company do their thing, but it's gonna be all part of like a grander, more can I mean, it's it's hard to say they haven't really explained exactly how this is gonna work uh because it doesn't sound like each company gets to like kind of do their own thing completely like they're gonna be part of some marathon of live streams or something I mean, it's hard to say but uh so far we had like microsoft and i think nintendo and a few others and konami brandon was one of them and then they pulled out all mm. of a sudden yeah. and then it was like what what the hell are they working on exactly <laughs> And who do they have to work on these things? But uh, they've added, so this is an E3 tweet. Uh, hope you're getting hungry because we've got more chefs in the kitchen. Our newest additions, Square Enix, Sega, Bandai Namco, Xseed Games slash Marvelous USA, Gearbox Entertainment, Freedom Games, Devious Eye Entertainment, Turtle Beach. Don't they make headphones? Uh, Verizon yeah. and Binge.com will Verizon, be there. So guys, oh I think the biggest announcement here is uh, whatever games Verizon has been working on, uh, I've heard they're making a console. I've also heard uh, these things I've made up just now. Uh, I, I'm quite excited to yeah. see what Verizon has to offer for uh, I, this year. I have no idea if they're working on any games at all, but I think it's more likely that they're going to be like, hey, get a 5g phone it could handle you get a 5g phone you yeah can it can handle cloud gaming we got optimized cloud gaming network just for you guys or check out game pass ultimate streaming to your phone in 5g yeah i can see verizon mind. <laughs> verizon responded with us on our way in june with a gif of someone riding a bike but they're not on the bike they're floating next to it and then e3 responds with paperboy hd remake looking great so i guess verizon's making a paperboy <laughs> fucking remake i don't understand this uh okay Weird. i think the big things here is you know square enix is probably going to show final fantasy 16 um gearbox uh they already have borderlands 3 out maybe there's more dlc for it otherwise uh brandon remember when they bought the rights to duke nukem yeah because duke nukem forever was such a hit yeah maybe they're <laughs> maybe it's duke nukem i, I don't, don't know they said know. they're working on the next borderlands that's what i've read somewhere but Oh my god, they, they just Gearbox just makes me angry sometimes. But uh, Sega and Namco, ba Banda and Namco, I can't remember what Bandai has been doing. They made recently. Pokemon Snap. Uh, oh my god. They made the new oh. Pokemon Snap. I need to get that. Don't they also publish the from software games? Yeah, yeah. For USA, they... so maybe you'll yeah, see. Yeah, well, them there. there's this. I'll just throw it out there. People are kind of like getting together and saying that Bandai Namco should like take over Pokemon over Game Freak because of really Pokemon and new Pokemon snap people are like appreciating how much more effort goes in certain aspects like graphics and you know like if you look at Pokemon snap which uh 
I mean, people just now are wanting graphics. Yeah, well, you know what I mean? Like, the way they get you more involved with, like, the universe of Pokemon, I guess. I don't know. This is something I briefly read. I didn't go, like, too deep into, like, researching it. But, yeah. Okay. Interesting. But, uh, I don't know. Do, do these make you guys... Do these announcements make you guys, I guess, any more excited or excited so, at all for E3? I'm definitely excited to see what Square Enix brings. Only just because, like, while I was doing the dishes before this podcast, uh, I was listening to, like, one of the kind of funny podcasts. And Tim pointed out that, like, they could talk about the next chapter of Final Fantasy VII Remake and also Final Fantasy sixteen at the very least. Uh, and both of those are things that I'm pretty excited for. So okay. I'd be interested to see what they bring. And Brandon, these are joining uh, Nintendo, Xbox, Capcom, Ubisoft, Take-Two Interactive, which makes up both Rockstar yeah. and 2K, uh, and Warner Brothers games, which, I mean, ass- you'd assume, because the only thing is that would be Gotham Knights. They're going to they're gonna show Gotham, Gotham Knights, Knights and NetherRealm might make an announcement Probably because s- of all the speculations going on with them. Because yeah, that's very true. Everyone's yeah, speculating true. that they're going to make a Marvel versus DC fighting game or some sort of Marvel fighting game, but... It's still owned by just, WB. I'm so very. We'll see. I'm I'm very. I I'm in I'm in disbelief that they'd have a, they'd get the I Marvel mean, rights. WB Games um, published Lego Marvel. That is true. So that is true. If I mean, I'm not I'm not against it. I'm okay. definitely not against it. I'm just not. I, I don't. I just. I, I believe it yeah, when I see it. I, I mean, guess you would say I would want it. I, if it was a DC versus Marvel fighting game, I would. Love the crap out of that because I could already tell you my bracket would probably have like Nightwing and Cyclops and someone else. Oh my god, yeah, that would be amazing. Oh man, be like, oh boy, I could only imagine certain combos with that. I would love a. What I... oh, there's so much, I don't know. It's like um, you guys remember how the, the, everyone knew there was always Marvel versus Capcom, but there was like X Men versus yeah. Street Fighter. So what if it was like that? Yeah. Those eighties, like bef- besides the regular DC Marvel amalgam stuff, they did uh, Dude, Teen Titans X Men versus Mortal Kombat. Yeah, there was, but there was Teen Titans X Men crossover. So I'm just saying, I'm like, yo, a Teen Titans X Men fighting game would be pretty. Yeah, because cool. we live in a we live in a day and age where the only character that's causing problems now when it comes to copyrights is Spider Man. It's not so bad with X Men and like uh, Inhumans and all that. Oh, I forget Universal has the rights to the Hulk still. But yeah, That's a- uh, the only character I could see being a problem is Spider-Man, but I could see them pulling some bullshit where like it would be a PlayStation exclusive, just like the Avengers game. No, that's not even a thing yet. <laughs> I mean, we all bought the Avengers game, right? Uh, no. Uh, yeah, that's good a, joke. Right, right, good yeah. joke. <laughs> I don't think I ever cared about that game. I just Except never. When they I, first I, just, announced I, was, it, I was just like, oh, cool. An I Avengers was, uh, game. And they were like, it's a live service game. I'm like, oh, I was more upset because why? that studio made some great Tomb Raider games. And yeah, that too. Yeah, it's Crystal Dynamics. Yeah. And Bra- I'm surprised. I was shocked that Brandon didn't buy that game three times when they announced Kate Bishop. I was very no, shocked. I was not going to buy that saying. game at all. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, in other news, uh, going to more service style games, there was news for The Division, which I was not expecting, uh, the news we did get. So, Ubisoft released, like, this, uh, blog about a coming game called Ubisoft, I mean, Ubisoft, uh, The Division Heartland, 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 Heartland. it's, uh, Heartland, 
a it's gonna be developed by red storm entertainment which i used to love their or red storm studio uh their games i used to love because they used to make the og ghost Recon oh really games. i did not know that uh for like yeah i used to play that stuff on like um ps2 i think it was i think all of them the pc ones even came to ps2 at a certain point but yeah i just played stuff non-stop on ps2 i remember uh, everyone losing their minds over Graw, and then people stopped losing their minds when advanced warfighter came out or future soldier that was the one that no one talked about uh but then wildlands was really dope and i still have to i need people to play freaking uh breakpoint with me on xbox someone needs to come and play with me with that what game, game are you talking about please, please play with me uh grocery Recon breakpoint the new one with uh john bernthal aka oh, the punisher let me look at how cheap that is maybe i xbox. could uh... <laughs> yes yeah Finally, <laughs> come play with me on Xbox, baby. Even though we haven't, we uh, haven't but finished uh, whatever. Gears 5 and also need to play Halo 5 on Legendary and also need to have help me finish Borderlands 3, yes. Uh, but uh-huh. <laughs> uh, this is interesting. The Division Heartland will be a standalone free-to-play game that will come uh, between 2021 to 2022. So... The soonest would be this fall, I'm assuming. The latest would be probably, like, summer of next year. Uh, But they've been working on that, and you can sign up for a beta now, I guess, or early test phases, as it says. But they they give out a whole little timeline, because we so far we've had, like, The Division, which James, you and I played a good amount, but we didn't play the DLC, really. We just kind of stopped, because we kind of lost interest, I guess. Um, Well, it didn't, it it couldn't hold us to get the DLC. Like, that's the thing like i like the gameplay is fine i just this they never grabbed me with the story or any characters there's there's no lore that really does anything because the stuff you explore and find are just random people saying something random and then that's kind of it it's it's random citizens that are already dead and you're like okay well, it's like one of the most boring post-apocalyptic universes ever because it's like there's no zombies there's no monsters it's literally just like oh most well, maybe not most, but like a, a bunch of people just like got sick and died, <laughs> and you are basically the super police of what's left, and it's just like what? super but, super sleeper cell police, yeah. And uh, yeah, at least Fallout has sweet the division yeah. itself just makes no. Sense I have no idea what's going on in that game story. Uh, it was supposed. Do you know what the start of it was, Brandon? It was like the they the flu was spread through the. It was called the dollar flu. And $20 bills were laced with the virus, and that's how it spread. It spread on Black Friday, which is why there's all this Christmas decorations when the first game occurs. Yeah, that's also another bad choice is that, like, now that game is just, like, perpetually stuck in, with, like, Christmas decorations You don't like, I mean... Even yeah. in Division 2, like, when it's months later, it's like, oh, well, a bunch of people are dead, and, like, the last... The, last, the people left are just, like... It's, like, six months later because it's summertime. It's, like, so, summer heat. Yeah. So yeah, so like no one gave a shit about like particularly taking down the Christmas decorations, so you still find them everywhere. Yeah. Um gameplay itself though is actually really good. Oh, and yeah, no. yeah, they the gunplay so th- is great. They they show actually eight things on this timeline and we've already had three of them because it's Div- the division, the division 2 and then the Warlords of New York expansion. So next is Heartland. And after that is new content for Division 2 that Massive is also working on. But don't forget, Massive is also working on that James Cameron Avatar game, as well as the new Star Wars game. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then you're going to get a Division mobile game that's being developed uh, that will be its own thing. 
followed by a novel that is standalone that takes place after the second game. And then the movie that's coming to Netflix starring Jake Gyllenhaal and Jessica Chastain. Yes, a Netflix movie. It, was, it wasn't originally Netflix, but I think Netflix picked it up. But it's, uh, dude, it's Jessica Chastain and Jake Gyllenhaal as the division agents, I believe. Sure. I mean, I, you'd assume they're going to be the division agents if it's them in the movie. <sighs> just start. bring back, just bring back, uh, bring back Splinter Cell. That's all I want from Tom Clancy games. <laughs> hey, Br- see, James, Brandon's the guy we were talking about before when we said Ubisoft doesn't make single player games anymore that are like small, like Prince of Persia and Splinter Cell and those fans. He's one of them. <laughs> I love Splinter yeah, Cell. It's... They just refuse to bring it back to life. It's just god yeah i love stealth games and splinter cell is like a, one of second the really to mgs second like, to mgs seriously <laughs> yeah oh for, for sure easily and well, it's just what's shitty about it too is that they keep like sam fisher and bunch of crap uh, sam fisher and stuff and it's just like it, it, he's like dlc character for rainbow six he's in this stupid mobile game too like is, is he gonna be in one of his own games anytime soon i mean well, i don't see where you, know. you i don't see why you guys are complaining you could go play with sam fisher in ghost recon's wildlands uh in one of the dlc missions oh uh, yeah that too yeah he's just like yeah I'm just you see there's something. plenty of sam fisher content <laughs> just not there. a splinter cell game even yeah. though i've said it before i've I said it before um with the Prince of Persia Sense of Time remake coming, if it does well enough, I see them potentially remaking the rest of the Prince of Persia trilogy, but also, at the very least, uh, remaking two Splinter Cell. Uh, was it just called Splinter Cell? Yeah, was, it was Pandora yeah, Tomorrow. No, it was Splinter Chaos Cell. Theory. Yeah, that's Pandora Tomorrow was the second uh, one. So I never played I Pandora, oh, man. Uh, but I, I, I started with Chaos Theory. But what they would do is, just like with Prince of Persia, what I think they're doing, just like they did with the, the Crash Trilogy, the Spyro Trilogy, is they gauge the sales for these remasters and remakes. And if they do well enough, they'll make more of the other remakes yeah. too, but also potentially make a brand new original game. Uh, and they might do that with Splinter Shell as well. But we're looking at it like uh, Ubisoft shows Ubisoft Mumbai, which is a brand new studio they made in India, uh, to do it so we don't really know how that's going to go too um but you know they didn't want to put one of their top people their top teams that are like already well established on it instead but we'll see what happens uh with this though i, I think it's interesting and i've been saying before like i do want to get back into the division two i want to like i was at i'm still in the vanilla game i'm at the like starting the end game stuff though for it uh with the black tusk the issue for me has been one thing and that's Destiny 2, which has also been the issue for everything else when it comes to games, because that game has literally robbed me of everything uh, in terms of time. Like, if that game... I've said it so many times. If De- Destiny 2 never existed, and including one, actually, I would have no backlog, probably. There would be no backlog. I would have finished everything else a long time ago, and I'd probably be instead talking about how, hey, guys, who wants to play Division 2 with me online? Because I'd probably be in a clan for that or something. Because that's honestly the game I probably wouldn't be playing if there was no Destiny. Uh, but we'll never really see that happen. Sorry to say. But I, I don't know. Uh, do you... James, you uh, you never got Division 2. Brandon, did you ever have interest in I this? Played, I what, played... What, you did? I got it on Xbox like uh, when it was on sale or something. Cause, well, partly because Chris was like, hey. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Oh, yeah, I called you a traitor. That's what it was. Like, yeah. 
he really wanted to get it too. And I was like, it's one of those uh, times where like, he asked me so many times that eventually I was just like, you know what? It is only like 30 bucks right now. It like, you know, it can't be that bad. And like, like I said, I did end up enjoying the gunplay of it, but I just, it's still never, the story never grabbed me. For sure. What about you, Brandon? Did you ever I, uh, jump into I that game I had it all? for Xbox, and I played with Paul for like 30 hours, and then he just got it on PC and just decided to start over, and I was like, I'm not starting over. <laughs> so. Oh, so. dang. Okay. Yeah, because if you, I will say like, uh, I, that's what, that's what I was feeling as well on PlayStation. Because I was pretty much playing by myself and I reached the like regular level cap and got to the end point where the end game is about to start. And then I switched to PC and they had like the level cap, they had the, the instant level max. So it literally somehow perfectly managed, it managed to perfectly put my brand new PC character where my PlayStation character left off. So it was like a weird, perfect transition. Like I, I stopped at the perfect time and got to start this one at the perfect time. So I think I lucked out there, but I don't know if that's going to be the case for other people too, depending on what they've been doing already on yeah, PlayStation. I mean, but otherwise, yeah. Uh, I was going to say, I the game's fun. And I think the shooting mechanics are some of the better ones actually compared to a lot of other games. Right, yeah, with the cover with system. a lot of other games out there. It's yeah. like the, the shooting is very like solid and really like tight. If that makes sense, like you feel precise when you shoot things and everything has weight. You know what I mean? And I think like the, the actual like third person mechanics are really like awesome with the cover system and the way you like, you know, send out uh, gadgets and everything. But I just didn't. Yeah. Decent amount of customization. with those. Yeah. And I just too. didn't want to start over because I'm one of those people that's like, you know, I I work full time and i do other stuff outside of playing video games so it's like i, I don't want to replay a whole game again you know that was literally the reason why i didn't want to play destiny on xbox for the longest time because i like i put so much time into my characters on playstation that i didn't want to make like a fourth character that like i don't even generally play my second or third character in destiny i just do it sometimes but eventually once they put in uh cross, cross save yeah cross save i was just like cool i don't need to worry about that anymore i can just play on xbox or anywhere it's fine yeah I, and they did that for Dest for uh division though you'd think so right because all the big in terms of like call of duty fortnite destiny like they all have it apex i think has it already um i think i don't know anymore actually but uh division's like the only one that hasn't really jumped in there and you, i'm hoping i'm hoping that ubisoft forward this year uh and they're only forward i hope it's only one i don't want multiple ubisoft events this year please uh yeah. if they do if they reveal that that would be awesome because maybe that's part of their division two update that they talk about would be that that would be very very good especially uh i don't think i would go back to playstation maybe i don't think so but at least now uh it makes it wider because there was no one to play with on playstation anyway but then yeah brandon yeah. we could play uh which would yeah, be cool it's just and you don't lose progress at all. So it'd be, you know, best for everyone. I, yeah, I mean, if you want to play on Xbox, we could play on Xbox. Or, yeah. I'm not, like I said, I'm not, I'm not, I'll play with you while you're on Xbox. I'm not going to start a third time. <laughs> uh, no, I, I was going to say, this just kind of sums up that I think cross-save for, for multiplayer games, at, at the very least, or progressive kind of like service type games, should just be universally cross-save. I think, yeah, like... Yeah. I have Borderlands 3 for Xbox. I'm completely fine playing that game on Xbox. 
or you know I'd play it on PC if there's cross save because my friends want to start over on PC and I'm like guys I'm not gonna put three days again into one character <laughs> so I think For cross sure. save should just be a universal thing at some point personally uh, and speaking of the other service game Destiny 2 our last news item for this week guys uh, we finally got the announcement as expected uh, the week before it is called Season of the Splicer and Brandon I know you're just as excited oh, as we are for, the, boy. for this right I'm gonna just like mute myself or something while you guys talk about this <laughs> okay <laughs> honestly <laughs> we won't be long I promise so I got like super hyped for a second because I was like oh cool they're gonna bring Siva back and like no, they're not doing that. Apparently, Mithrax is called the splicer. Mithrax, well, is, Mithrax, Mithrax is the is last be in focus. He's the last splicer. I'm like, wh- when was he a splicer? <laughs> what? Yeah, apparently they changed his commune. look. Did you he's notice like, that? Did he? I didn't even notice. So he can yeah. like commune with machines or whatever. So that's why you go to him to fuck with the Vex, I guess. Yeah. Weird. Whatever. And. uh we're gonna yeah so it's pretty much the vex are the uh villains again we haven't really dealt with we sort of dealt with them a bit on europa but really the i think the last big yeah that was really that was sort of a thing but they weren't the main enemies the main enemies were the fallen uh the last two seasonal events were the cabal and then the hive before that so i think really the last time we had the vex um was it uh, the salvation no it was the se- i think it was the season after it was the season where we rescue uh saint 14 oh yeah mercury stuff right yeah <laughs> mercury stuff the sundial which is yeah. the only cool thing <laughs> yeah so i guess it makes sense that the vex are going to be the villains well not the villains the the main antagonist for this season but the like, endless night that was the big. Oh yeah, thing. that was also interesting. I forgot about that. So the Vex take the sun away. That was that was very interesting. It's like that dark future that we saw in uh, the um, Infinite Forest might be happening. I didn't, who knew it was going to be so literal? <laughs> yeah. So, but, but yeah, like we we knew that Vault of Glass was coming back, which is a Vex raid. So it's interesting that uh, well, I guess it makes sense that the Vex are going to be also a focus for this season. Yeah, and dude, also uh, kind of unrelated, but I love how people have lost their minds over like the one image of baby fallen. That's gonna but, say the baby looks me. It's insane. Dude, they're selling a plushie. Yeah, in the, they already. In the store. That's probably gonna be a, one of the rewards next uh, for the unlocks. Which I'm still, you know, in Europa, how you could was it the Europe? Yeah, it was on Europa. You could find those penguins. Oh, uh, I forgot about that. Uh, you can apparently there. You can actually get one. It's like, I think it's like fifty bucks, but you can get like one of those penguins that open up into a smaller thing uh, mm. on the reward store. And I've actually been like teetering. I'm like, do I want a fucking penguin? It's so random. But yeah, it's like it's it's, it's cool. The baby looks. It's like they knew. They knew. They're like, oh, that's gonna fucking hit it off with everybody. They're gonna love that. Yeah, I've already did a video on the on them. Like people on Twitter are calling them smallin. A uh, smallin. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> uh we also they gave us the calendar uh so we're looking at here uh let me double check it here so you know the season starts may 11th and we got uh intro mission uh armor synthesis the endless night begins 
And that's free to play with all the players. We get new stasis aspect quests for anyone that has Beyond Light. And Override Europa. So the the it's going to be new six-player activities called Override uh, events. And the first set is taking place in Europa. And uh, May 14th, trials begin again. Uh, May 18th, Iron Banner. Oh boy, more Iron Banner. <laughs> uh and the second override will be on the moon. So that's the second week. Uh, May 22nd, we will get the Vault of Glass. And May 25th will be the third override. And I think the final one, uh, Tingled Shore, plus uh, the new Pinnacle mission begins. Uh, and I think that's for the people with the season pass. And then the people without the season pass will get the weekly pinnacle mission uh, June 1st, unless it's two different ones. Oh, wait. You know what? I'm wrong, James. Weekly pinnacle mission starts on May 25th, but weekly pinnacle mission goes completely after that for one, two, three, four, five, six weeks of the weekly pinnacle mission. So I think that means it's going to change each time for six weeks so it's going to be more and when i see weekly pinnacle mission this is like harbinger uh from two seasons ago where we get hawk moon and uh, then now okay. uh presage where we do the we get dead man's tail on the glycon so i'm really excited for this because glycon the weekly uh the, the the pinnacle mission from last season was probably one of my favorite things of season of the chosen that was like the best thing I loved the crap out of that. Uh, we got those pretty much June 1st again for the second one. Uh, third one on June 8th, along with Iron Banner. Uh, fourth one, June 15th, along with the Vault of Glass raid challenges coming in. Uh, and then fifth one on June 22nd. And sixth and final one on June 29th with Iron Banner again. And then July 6th, the day before Bungie Day and someone's birthday, uh, will be Solstice of Heroes beginning. Oh boy, James, fucking Solstice is going to keep us fucking busy. Oh my god, we're still, we're back at Solstice already? Yep. Uh, quarantine, bro. Uh, and uh, Vault of Glass difficulty options come in. And then August 3rd, Solstice of Heroes ends and final Iron Banner. And August 10th, we get the epilogue. So that should be interesting. But uh, we get a very dark uh tower i'm assuming it's gonna be like really cool looking all twilighty i'm sure uh but it's gonna be cool because dude we get to work with fallen so that's gonna be really awesome i, I really like that idea um and we've got the this the the big like weapon that we get from like the the legendary weapon that we'll get the ornaments for like you know uh, the first one was, uh, the, what was it? Um, was it beloved? I believe the, uh, sniper rifle. And then the second one was the uh, adored adored. That's what it was adored. And then, uh, last season it was salvage salvo, the grenade launcher the crucible and I hate it. Oh my God. I got, I got the ornaments for each of these ones, but, uh, this time it's going to be a fusion rifle. Uh, called Null Composure, and same thing, so you get that, and then you do uh, Gambit Crucible and Vang uh, Strikes and stuff to get the ornaments for that. Uh, there's some classic Destiny 1 legendary weapons coming back. I believe uh, it'll probably be, like, I guess uh, those 
high, the Nightfall ordeal, like you had to do uh, to get certain guns. It'll probably be like that, where you have to do certain uh, activities to get certain guns, and it's like RNG. So you might not even get it, or if you do, will it be a good roll? So we'll see that kind of thing coming in. Uh, there's honestly some cool looking weapons though, and they changed up the season pass. So you know how we got uh, the uh, the seasonal armor like three times in the season pass? Like we mm -hmm. get like a bunch of chances to get it. It's being removed now, and you'll be getting it through the activities instead. Oh, okay. so uh, you'll get it from seasonal activities, which I'm thinking if there's the uh, pinnacle rewards maybe that means you'll get like potentially a master like a, a curated role or a masterwork of one or uh uh just like a higher like you know a higher version of it because sometimes you know you'll get something that's like oh it's a 48 uh numbered armor instead of like a 70 or 60 or something higher uh but instead you'll get packages of glimmer legendary shards upgrade modules exotic engrams enhancement cores and enhancement prisms uh replacing those which i don't know how do you i liked the last set of the armor because when you get that last armor set it really helps you out like it's like oh this i'm gonna keep this like this is actually a really high roll um yeah the only thing i like here because i'm like dude glimmer and legendary shards i the one thing i don't need is more legendary shards uh Even i would the say thing that i have thousands of yeah uh, upgrade modules is honestly the probably the most useful here uh Absolutely, ironically yeah. that and prisms yeah prisms uh exotic engrams i guess uh enhancement cores you can get those anytime but uh i'm excited there is gonna be an exotic sidearm that's gonna be the day one thing like you know how we always get a day one exotic uh it's gonna be a sidearm this time uh and then there's some cool uh a shotgun and machine gun they're not exotics but they're like these cool uh uh, I guess legendaries that are coming that are uh, seasonal that you'll get on the pass as well, but eh, they look they look cool. Is this season the season where we're getting more stasis weapons or? I think that's gonna be with Witch Queen. Oh, I think okay. I'm pretty sure. I think that's season 15 or 16, because this is season. Is this season 14? Or third, I think this is season 14, if I remember correctly, I want to say. But uh, yeah, it should be interesting. There's not too much to say otherwise. Like, th this is all from a Destiny TWAB. They didn't even try doing... Uh, they didn't do a, a Vidoc or anything. Um, but otherwise, you know, read up on the TWAB if you want more details. We won't, like, you know, go in the full details and all the changes and stuff. Uh, but yeah. Otherwise, uh, I'm excited. I'm really, honestly, I'm really excited for this because I've wanted for the longest time to work with the Fallen and just get Mithrax into this, and I'm finally getting it, and I'm excited yeah. to see what we get to do with this and who else will be integrated because, you know, we got Season of the Chosen and, you know, it was hyping up Zavala, but we got the Crow, Amanda Holiday, Osiris, and Saladin in on it. This time we're getting Ikora, who, did you notice she got recast? Her voice is different. They recast her. I didn't notice that. I, I think they recast her. I'm pretty sure. I'm I'm going to look it up later, but I'm pretty sure like uh, if you guys want to look it up totally, but I I'm pretty I'm like almost positive they recast Ikora. Uh like I I'd believe it. Um I think that's also why we haven't seen her in anything cuz they were just waiting to like figure out what they were going to do with her 
and then they're like well might as well just not have anyone there and save us ourselves save, save yeah. ourselves money but i mean they did that to anna Bray too they, they've recast some people before but we'll see what goes on with this uh yeah. anything else for this no i'm excited i mean it it starts in like a few days or whatever yeah yeah it does like, uh it starts this tuesday and I got to do the closing ceremonies. Did that start yet for Guardian Games? I have to, have to check. If I think closing so. They announced started. the Hunters won. You got what you wanted. Good. We deserve it, dude. <laughs> Excellent. I'll get my... Uh, I'll finish those last two Guardian Games triumphs. All I got to do is probably go to the tower. And it's like, you got them. I'll be like, dope. All right. Yeah. I'll play a little bit of Destiny this weekend. But I'm... Same. I haven't played Returnal in like a week. Mostly because it's like... <sighs> I'm getting to the point in the game where a run is long enough that it's like hours and I like don't have that much time to play like on a daily basis at this point. So mm. that's like really not the game that you want to play for like an hour a night. I gotcha for sure. But with that said, that ends our news and Brandon, you could, you could come back to us, come back to us. Well, what's that uh, guys talking about? Terrible games talk again. <laughs> Oh, like I thought you were joking about muting yourself. <laughs> he, no, he, he, he the minute the we started talking about destiny, he muted himself and walked away. I watched I, him walk. I went to go get more coffee. If we're being honest, I was like, Comrade knows I don't hate destiny, but I definitely don't play it. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, he, def- he, he definitely don't play, even though it was free for him on Xbox. But uh Yeah, guys, but would you really want to play Divinity like free destiny and there's like almost nothing to it it had no uh free destiny on xbox game pass has forsaken oh, right. shadow keep and beyond light so oh, you all he has to do is then. he would just have to get the season pass that's it um but with all the news done guys let's talk about why we're really here which and why i, I wanted to bring in brandon which is mortal combat racing the new game coming no, to playstation 3 and mortal xbox combat combat racing <laughs> Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but the movie, um, it came out, and we all watched it. And I guess before we start, do we want to talk about what happened with us going to the theaters the, real fast? The IMAX shut down. That's all it comes down to. Yeah. Oh, what? Yeah, IMAX. We I bought us a I bought like six tickets, and we we're a bunch of us going to go see it, and uh. IMAX straight up just for I get an email from IMAX saying hey we refunded your tickets and I'm like I didn't ask for this and I look and every single showing is just saying sold out when I know for sure it wasn't and I was one of the first people to buy tickets so the Metro and IMAX probably closed down I don't know why I assumed my guess was the someone watched the premiere and didn't like the movie so they slashed the theater screen in anger because they said I waited during a whole year to go to the movies and this is what i watched <laughs> but i don't know i mean it's but possible we were scrambling trying to find movie tickets for another theater and then uh we started getting word from people that had already watched it that it was all right they didn't yeah they're like it's not worth going to a theater for just watching on hbo max so we all said okay and then we did but we watched the movie and i guess how how did how did everyone feel about this? I guys feel? I liked it more than same I was expecting. here. I was expecting just kind of like a typical, like okay. So here's the thing with video game movies: everyone knows they're not great, right? <laughs> 
wait, wait, wait. Which which one hasn't been? Well, I'll tell you which ones are. Well, Doom was. Let me tell you which one is legitimately the best video game movie ever. And I say this unironic. Tomb Raider. Unironically, starring. I'm going on record. Unironically, Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh yeah, no, that's yeah. And I never. And you know what? I I tell people a lot of people make fun of me for this because obvious reasons, I guess. Sonic the Hedgehog was a game series I loved growing up. I thought it was a great series on Sega. I was a Sega person growing up, so it was just like one through three were like the greatest games ever, and then the Dreamcast titles that were really re-released on GameCube, awesome too. Besides the point, Sonic the Hedgehog is like the pinnacle of video game movies. And then you got movies that are like okay, but then kind of don't make sense, like how they cast Jake Gyllenhaal and Prince of Persia. <laughs> yeah. But like... I love Prince of Persia, but that, that was, was like a weird cast. As a Persian, I was it's like quite as a movie, it was actually decent, but casting Jake Gyllenhaal was like a bad idea. We'll just make him super tan; it'll be fine. Just brown up Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> I was so angry with that fucking movie, but yeah, it's it wasn't as bad as the way people were saying it was. Yeah, be. so if we're being um, honest, Mortal Kombat's probably like the second best video game movie I've seen. Uh, it wasn't as good as Annihilation. Let's put it that way, though. You know, like Annihilation was probably pin- that, that's some that's some good no, shit, right? Well, the I thing guess, is, right? you know, when you go into watching that movie, there's a few things going on. It's gonna be like a like a super the over the top, violent, gory, fantasy martial arts film. And when you compare it to previous films or other video game films, there's not much to compare it to because they're all pretty crappy, right? So expectations yep. are kind of low. But when I watched it, I was like, oh, this is actually pretty cool. Uh, I My one main thing was I wish it was kind of more violent. Yeah, they could have they done a lot more. It, what they did have, it was cool. Um, especially, like, you just see... Uh, which fight was it? The... The fight between Scorpion and uh, Sub Zero in the very beginning—you're just like, oh jeez. <laughs> yeah, dude. Master Masashi was... is badass. Yeah, I don't know. I appreciated that they got like moves and specifically fatalities, oh, yeah. like literally f- almost frame for frame straight dude, out of the games. Like for when, real. Kung La- when Kung Lao uh, did his uh, like buzzsaw. <laughs> In the ground, like oh, split the person in half. Uh, a fatality. I was just like, I literally like raised my fist in the air. I was like, holy shit, they yeah. did it. Oh, it's like my favorite. The other fatality. thing, too, is they changed it. And I don't know if that was like on purpose or not because in the games, it's from he pulls oh, them they? by the leg and it goes from like the crotch up through the head in the video game. Oh, in the movie, they did head cool. first. So I, I forgot about that. Yeah, you're so right. I don't know if they changed that for any reason but it was pretty much the same fatality um i love the cheesy dialogue i thought like the the whole like announcing themselves flawless victory or like fatality that was that was 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 great that was great it's just kato wins (laughs) there was one character though that just kind of killed it for me a little bit and i think what was it my no she was barely she was busy you can even tell if she was in that movie uh dude i thought she just like smeared blood all over her face i was, and was like, like i was like what i was the like fuck? that's all I you did with her to have like shark teeth and so not literally but like she's got like 
crazy like teeth sticking out of her face she does it and, later at the end but yeah, it's like it for a split second though. it wasn't yeah it wasn't it wasn't like ridiculously out there but cole young the main character that's an original character was just so i didn't care about him milk toast i was like dude why do i why dude, is he here i love how it was supposed to be a huge reveal like towards the end when it's like oh my god he's the descendant of scorpion or like hamato hazashi or whatever his name was yeah it's basically sway of scorpion he's the descendant of scorpion he's the descendant of scorpion who apparently for this movie there's like a a prophecy that the descendant of that guy is gonna become like the savior of earth realm or whatever or like prevent mortal combat like the the 10th loss whatever and like they so it's like supposed to be a mystery that like oh who is the heir or whatever that this is gonna be and then like he's the first guy that they cut to and like i know it's not exactly you know this is definite proof but he was also taping up his hands for the fight with like yellow tape and i was like it's him he's definitely the heir like you i there's no mystery to this I he did you notice did you guys notice his uh his special powers with his freaking armor was basically the like the powers of a bishop where he absorbs like energy from others and then dude. dissipates yeah it was just it just dissipates and I was okay. like uh and that was the other weird thing about this movie that was the thing about this movie that I it didn't really jive with me that like they felt like they had to the make Arcana. an explanation for why people have crazy powers like the is yeah that, yeah i literally even forgot what they called them you have to activate like, oh, your so, powers so that's why Liu kang can shoot fireballs from his hands and it's not that he's just like an amazing shaolin monk or whatever <laughs> like the moment that they completely lost me though at least for the moment was when Jax unlocks his arcana and he's just got like bigger metal arms and i was just like are you kidding me they didn't Dude, he doesn't that was jimmy to... olsen all right right jimmy olsen saved the day wait was that J- that was uh that was J- james olsen from supergirl yeah yeah that's the same actor <laughs> dude i erased that show and be honest from my brain <laughs> see he's impossible to re- uh, recognize because of the mustache kara <laughs> but yeah like yeah so I get that they try to make an explanation for why all this crazy shit happens in a su- somewhat realistic world, but you're also dealing with like literally demon realms and stuff like that. Like you don't need to make this grounded in reality, especially when they have no. like Cabal just is the Flash basically. Well, he's always had those powers. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I I thought he got those powers when he got all cyborged up, but no, he just literally is always fast. No, if you played uh, if you played uh, Mortal Kombat Nine, he's always had those powers. And I, uh, I uh, played yeah. a, ten and eleven recently, and I watched the all the cutscenes for nine before, uh, like right before I played ten and nine. No, in, that game in is hard to play is, now. Uh, well, no, ten, I just literally Cabal was like, one of the Spectre characters. Cabal is like a cop, and then he gets like burned alive, and yeah, yeah, spoilers yeah. everybody. Yeah, which Cabal is Cabal's actually good. That's that was funny. You know, he's he's bad in this, but he's usually good. Yeah, that was also weird for me. But doesn't that, that was thing like is it is Cabal? I can't remember in Mortal Kombat X. Is he one of the specters, like the the people that basically turn into like the, oh, the demon characters? After? Yes, yeah, he's one of the revenants. Okay, uh, but but yeah, like I, Cole, I, Cole Young's weird ass was 
so like fucking lame. body suit just, thing. Just it's so like dumb. Such a, such a weird power. And he, yeah, uh, and he gets like spiky batons or something. Yeah, I, did, I just fuzz. didn't. I didn't care. I was like, bro, just just make Kung Lao the fucking. <laughs> or, that's the thing. It's like Liu Ka- make Liu King the main character instead. If you're yeah, gonna, like, why have uh, why create a new character to introduce the audience to the Mortal Kombat world when you literally could have just used Sonya Blade or Jax or like K- Kano because they but, they had to explain all these things to all those people if. If you are going to do a new original character, you know who the perfect person to use is? It's if you want it to work, and Brandon will attest with this for me. I think he'll agree with me completely after the adventures we've gone on with the with the series. But Resident Evil has proven that Mila Jovovich can be the perfect oh protagonist God. original character in anything <laughs> she sets her mind to. And I still can't wait to watch Monster Hunter. I'll tell you because I... Oh, man. Did. <laughs> I forgot that existed. Right. But yeah. Brandon, you agree, right? She could have been perfect as the new original well, character. The Resident <laughs> Evil series is probably the greatest uh, video game films ever. They're on their own tier list. They're amazing. <laughs> Love For anybody movies. out there, Cameron and I saw them like all in theaters practically since. Oh, it's so freaking good, dude! I love those movies. I, so I wish they made games so like those. <laughs> They're so bad. They're amazing. They, they, this is the thing, oh, though. God. They are entertaining to watch just because it's like. Oh my god, this makes no sense. <laughs> but um, I thought, like, some of the designs worked really well, like Liu Kang, uh, like uh, Kong Lao, and Sonya's work, Jax's work. Jax didn't have to they just had to make the arms. Uh, Kano's worked. I just Cole's and Raiden's outfit was boring. <laughs> Raiden didn't look that interesting. I was just like, that's the Lightning Lord. All right, I guess that you guys ran out of the budget. Dude, you know what? Kind of. I mean, the movie only had a, like a fifty million dollar budget. I know, but they, they just huh. couldn't couldn't you do a little bit more flair. <laughs> no sense to me. So okay, I I figured when Kano got his like one laser eye ability, because apparently that's his Arcana. I was like, okay, so I guess they just they couldn't explain cyborg parts or something in this movie and make it make sense. So they were like, oh, whatever, we'll just give it to him as a superpower. And then later on, Jax gets cyborg arms from his superpower. It says like, wait a minute, then why didn't Kano just like grow a cyborg guy or whatever? Well, so I can, I can kind of, I'll, I'll save that for what I think would be for a second film. But I just want to say the standout character of this fucking movie uh, was Kano. Was... What? <laughs> Shut the fuck Kano was the best character in this movie, hands down. He, yeah. he was so just such a scumbag but you're like i love this scumbag so much i love every single word he says it's just great i do love though that reptile is basically just like a giant iguana <laughs> basically yeah gets his heart like when he gets out. down on all fours i was like oh he's literally just an iguana yep mm-hmm. who who are uh who are your favorites who was who stood out for you guys honestly I've always had like a soft spot for Kung Lao in the games, so same. His like I mean, razor hat is like so was, weird, and funny. Can you? He got he got shafted, bro. He got so, he did like, teleport one time. He teleported, and I was like, oh, he shit, did the teleport did. one time. Yeah, 
<laughs> yeah, but he yeah, but he got shafted. I was like, dude, why do you have to kill off? All right, so for me, yeah. my favorite characters that I wanted to see, or like, I loved seeing Kung Lao. I never really cared too much for him in the games, but I liked him a lot in this. And then I always loved Sub Zero in the games. And then Kano just like he he just stole my heart. But I'm like, I love these three characters, and what do they do? Hey, all of your characters are dead. Yeah. Well, characters do die in the games all the time and yeah. come back. Uh, I mean, yeah. Luke, Luke Kang was gone for like two games. Or That's like very game. true. I So what I think is going to happen, uh, I mean, we could, I guess, talk about like what we, you know, if there even is going to be a, a second movie, who knows? Dude, they definitely want there to be one. Cause yeah, Johnny movie, Cage. Well, that in this movie, if you think about it, this movie was not the Mortal Kombat tournament. It wasn't. That, that we were they talking about well, I watched it with a few others and I'm like, bro, I, I like the time like guys there's 30 minutes left they're not doing the tournament like it's not even in this movie and you can tell too because they're like we're not even going to put all of our big guns in there you notice like they're using shang sung when they're not using shao Kahn. i did they're... appreciate that they're like at least when they were going through sonya's um evidence or whatever that or her um research they had a bunch of references to other characters that they like. I guess either are saving for later or you see Nightwolf, right? <laughs> yeah, Nightwolf was in there. They had a reference to uh, Shao Kahn. They had a reference to uh, Kotal Kahn, I think. Yeah, they 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 give you a lot of that, and the way I see it is for two, they can easily put in Johnny Cage since they were like. Uh, well, he's probably going to be like the next character they're going. Yeah, the main character he's obviously hinted at. Yeah, and it, it, I mean, they could have just made him the main character. They just could have easily made him the main character. But uh, you have Johnny Cage. Um, I think they're going to bring back Kano, and this is where I think they actually put the cyborg implant because he was stabbed in the eye. That's all. They, that's really the main spot they have to fix. So with that cybernetic enhancement, uh, that's probably how they'll bring back Kano. Especially, I really hope they do because, like I said, he they like the the acting the lines everything about it just felt so it felt so in sync it was very smooth it was well have done you, have you seen the memes around him where it was like i forget the actor's name where it was like suffered from back and in, uh back injuries from carrying the whole movie uh, yeah. <laughs> oh they see yeah exactly that's what i mean like he straight up did with the, if if kano wasn't in that i it would have god i i don't even know i would have probably been annoyed of having to have watched that movie but uh i because i'll be honest i compare this like it wasn't i don't think it was really good at all i just didn't think it was as bad as i thought it was going to be like i I put it in the line of venom and assassin's creed with michael fassbender as those kinds where they happened i wasn't really pleased with it too much but it's one of those ones where I really want a sequel because I'm like, just like the other two, like Venom and Assassin's Creed, because I'm like, they can easily, easily make a sequel where they fix all of the things they got wrong with the first one. Like, it's one of the ones where it still has so much promise. They can do so much with it and make it really good. And I think they can do that with the second Mortal Kombat movie. Um, yeah. But like, you could, I really hope they could also maybe bring back Liu Kang, but like, or not Liu uh, Kung Lao, but Sub-Zero, Noob Saibot boom easy and yeah, also sub-zero is one of my yeah. favorite parts of this movie just like mostly for the effects of like his ice powers like they looked really good yeah and they could yeah, bring in a second a sub-zero with a low budget 
Yeah, bring in Noob Sabot and then bring in a second Sub-Zero because that's the whole thing. They all come from the same, uh, the Lei Quinn, I believe. Lin Kuei. Right? Lin, Lin Kuei. Kuei. Uh, so they can bring in a second Sub-Zero for that, which would be dope. And that could be like the, because the whole thing was the first Sub-Zero is supposed to be bad. The second one's supposed to be good, at least like in Mortal well, Kombat 9. Yeah, yeah kind of, yeah. Yeah, mostly. Well, like the, uh, and then, well, the second one came in for like revenge against uh, Scorpion for murdering his brother. Who? Is, yeah, he because he's dead turns it gets turned into Noob Cybot. And then the second one turns into Cyborg Sub Zero. Yeah, dude. <laughs> they just you keep think killing Sub Zero. You think they're actually gonna do the uh, Cyborg Ninja storyline, or is that two nineties? Oh, with like, uh, what's it? Um is it cyrax is it uh yeah like literally it was like the the idea was to become more perfect warriors they just like cyborged themselves up and became a clan of like literally just cyborg ninjas they look they all i, look I so have weird. i don't even know but it like uh, i said it's such a 90s concept that i don't know if it, it would it definitely played well back then when we were like young teens maybe maybe no, not even I in think, the 90s <laughs> i think also they could uh um, am if they want because they basically erased scorpion it seemed like uh because he's like i'm at peace finally uh they could just make cole young the new scorpion if they want to and they don't even have to yeah, actually they could recast him if they want to as well and just like basically they don't have to show him ever they just show him dressed up as scorpion now like they could just do that and you don't even know who's portraying him until you look at like imdb or something if they really want to but um shao khan and katana which is weird that we got molina before katana like that was yeah unexpected well i think when it comes to mortal kombat here's the thing i saw an interview with ed boon about the games he said at this point in time there's 80 characters in the entire roster of the entirety of the series if you include everybody so I think what they're trying to do is they try to balance having some heavy hitters. I mean, they had Sub-Zero and, and Scorpion, which is literally the biggest characters. Yeah. Right. They're like literally and like also, the, the mascots of the game. And they also got to balance like deep cuts. Like uh, what's her name? Natara? Nitara? Yeah. The dude yeah. with the hammer. I literally looked up because I was like, I don't recognize this yeah, guy Yeah. I was like, all. who is that? <laughs> and yeah, yeah and he's that, in one of the games I just never played. Yeah. Same he's thing like with pre-Mortal uh, I Mortal Kombat I think 9. That, yeah, the character in Natara, the one that got the fatality being split in half. With yeah, out, yeah, the she, lady with the wings. Yeah, she's in a game too. So I think they just have to pick and choose what's going to be shown because, you know, it's one of those things that oh, yeah. you can't no, for sure. spoil gotta it all. Got to save Goro for uh, Johnny Cage to punch the nuts. Yeah, you got to bring Goro back a second time, uh, which they, it shows he shows him claim Sub-Zero and Goro back, like, uh, so we know like not all of them like some of them will come back no, for sure like that that was pretty much hinting at noob Saibot, but like uh yeah you definitely know like we're gonna get more of them and i think honestly yeah we'll get i just i think the only one that was just weird specifically is just that you get molina before katana specifically that's the only one that felt kind of like oh, okay um, i mean like yeah it felt like they just threw her out there because they were like oh people will love that molina's in this mo- uh, movie because she's one of the main characters they didn't really do much with her either I imagine when they go through a Shao Kahn storyline, there's going to be some Katana stuff going on. Yeah. Which also, so, don't they... Uh... She's really important. Yeah, because isn't Melina supposed to be like a failed clone of Katana, 
right? She's yeah. not a, cl- a failed clone she's of like Katana. A, she's definitely a daughter of, of Shao Kahn. Though. So, yeah, yeah, like, Shao Kahn basically was like, hey, Katana is my adopted daughter or whatever from a realm that I conquered. Because I killed she, her dad. <laughs> yeah, she is basically my heir, but she is weak in his mind. And he was like, I want someone who's brutal and vicious and a killer. And granted, Katana is definitely a killer, but you know what I mean. Like, So he got, I think, Quan Chi to splice together a clone of Katana mixed with like Tarkatan blood, which is like the Tarkatans are what Baraka is. So that's why she's like basically a clone of Katana, but with Baraka teeth. Oh, that makes sense. Oh, okay. I didn't so, know that. what if uh, we got our first time there? What if they make another katana, uh, another Melina then? And it's just I mean, like, I oh, I could just make another. Could. Yeah. Maybe this Melina was a failed clone, and that's why her face isn't all fucked up all the time. <laughs> exactly. The true katana does no. have a fucked up face all the time. No, the Melina had a messed up face in this one. She like rips her. Mouth she does, open but she... I'm just thinking like, what if the reason why it wasn't like that all the time wasn't just for budget reasons? <laughs> Oh. Yeah, because it was like the, you know, her teeth are usually like ridiculously protruding out of her it's mouth. It's one of those in- cool things where like she constantly wears a uh, a face mask like Katana does. So like she looks normal most of the time until she takes her thing off for like a- an attack or a fatality. And you're like, oh, God, she's monstrous. I think that that's what we cracked uh, uh, the people I was watching with. We were like, "Oh, they're skipping! They're skipping the shock of her taking the mask off. They just went straight for it without the yeah without the mask, which was interesting. I mean, yeah, it would have been way more interesting if she was covered up like the whole movie, and then like during her fight with uh, who was she even fighting? Was she was it? fighting Sonya. She was fighting, and Sonya. then she fought. After that, she fought uh, Cole. Yeah, and then like, Sonya got her taken... powers of uh of basically cannon bracelet. Uh, I'm oh, just God, yeah, shooting so a weird. hole through <laughs> but I guess I don't know what were there any other thoughts you guys pretty much had for the film or the characters in the film or anything because you know like you had like Liu Kang who just kind of was in the background there the whole time for the most part I was I don't know I mm-hmm. it felt like they I were thought tra- everything was like oh sorry go ahead sorry uh, it felt like they were trying to do the storyline for Mortal Kombat 2 where they were like oh hey well, we lost the Mortal Kombat tournament, but like, we don't want to wait 500 years to do another tournament, so we're just gonna like f- fudge the rules a little bit to invade Earthrealm now to force a uh, like. It was something like they. I'm getting off on a tangent, but basically, like, it felt weird that they were like, "Hey, instead of just doing the Mortal Kombat tournament that everyone wants to see." We'll do a side story first where Shang Tsung, uh, Tsung uh, sends a bunch of assassins to kill the Earthrealm champions before there's a tournament because then they win by default. And it's just like, well, why engineer a reason for them to fight when you literally already have a reason for them to fight? Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's... it. I guess it'll be a more of a payoff if we get a second movie. Like, if we get a For second sure. movie, it'll definitely make a lot more sense. It's just if yeah. they don't proceed with it, then this will feel a lot more like uh, you look at the bridge and you're like, dude, this bridge isn't even complete yet. Well, like, what's going on? Yeah. Um, but that's it's just writing on that. And 
I mean, if it went straight to HBO Max, who knows? I'm I'm hoping, like I said, I really want to see a second one because the, the potential we would get from that, not to mention yeah. I just like, yeah, I just... I guess overall I would agree. I, um, like I said, when we started, I enjoyed it a lot more than I was expecting. I, I was kind of expecting it to just be a boring whatever movie. And I, and I was actually at times going like, oh shit, this is actually not that bad. It's a cool fights. Nice choreography. Uh, Kano's funny. But <laughs> Kano's, I'm uh, telling you, he was the best part of that fucking movie. But yeah, like I'm definitely also at least interested in seeing a second one just because I, I want them to actually do the tournament itself. But that's 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 all my thoughts, basically. Gotcha. Brandon, what about you? Anything in general or anything at all, really? Um, like I said, I think it should have been more violent considering it's Mortal Kombat. I know that's kind of weird to say because the movie... Want to see someone's spine get pulled out? And I, I mean, when you look at like the, the whole ad campaign, when you, was like, we're going to have fatalities. Yeah, like the games, if you play them, any of them, really, like 11 has some pretty brutal fatalities. Oh, yeah. Now, recently, like, and it's just like, yeah, some of it's like, oh, all they got. I still got to play 11 specifically, but yeah. It, there's a, it's pretty hardcore. And like, I'm surprised that game gets an M rating almost in a way. <laughs> like... Dude, Noob Saibot um, has some crazy shit. So when going into the movie, I thought they were going to do way more. And it's like a handful, which I get it. You know, got to test the waters and film censoring is a big. Di- there's a big difference in film censoring as game censoring. Um, But I mean, the movie's fine, if we're being honest, like I said, in, in terms of like comic, uh, comic book, in terms of video game movies, I mean, it's. You know, Sonic being the peak, <laughs> yeah. uh, it comes pretty close second. All right. Dang. Yeah, I think it's I think if you just don't care about the story, just let it be and just have a good time. It's literally like something you totally can watch on HBO at home and not be disappointed. Yeah. At the end yeah. of the day, it's a free movie on HBO or not free, but, you know, it's part of your subscription. So you're not paying a, a penny for it, really. That's the other thing. I maybe I would have been more annoyed by like the, I guess poor story uh, telling or yeah poor story decisions that like if I had gone to a movie and spent like fifteen bucks to watch this or whatever or Or if you spend I mean spent money on IMAX tickets and you're just like God damn. Like I already (laughs) had HBO Max, so I was just like, yeah, cool. I'll watch that Mortal Kombat movie. Oh, this is neat. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, it definitely, it definitely has me now on wanting to go down the Mortal Kombat line of cinema. Uh, so I do want to go back and watch like the first two plus the Machinima Legacy series, and that there's like an animated movie too. So I definitely want to go back yeah. and just watch all those, That's uh, and then probably thing. probably watch this again before it leaves HBO Max, just for the hell of it. Yeah, like I just have a huge soft spot for the uh, original Mortal Kombat movies because like. I know they're bad, but it's just, it's good, cheesy fun. Yeah, it's, I mean, the, the thing's better than that meme of, is it Shang Tsung with uh, Liu Kang, where <laughs> he's holding his head, and he's just, like, fucking what? pointing no, his head at shit? Oh, you ever seen that? Well, Brent, you know, you've seen that, right? The original, it's his brother or something. Is it, is it, is it Liu Kang or Kung Lao that gets like a... No, it's like Liu Kang's brother or something. Yeah, oh, Liu Kang's brother. It's yeah, it's Chick- he's just holding his head everywhere. It's the funniest shit. Dude, but, I love that they oh, actually God. brought Sindel in, into Annihilation. And she's like, she got me from the moment where she was like, too bad, you will die. 
yeah. I recently watched that for uh, thirdplanet.news.com. Oh, not that it's uh, or thirdplanet.news, not .com. Uh, <laughs> we wa- we did a commentary for that, and that movie is bad, man. Like, Dude, that it is. is it's rough to get through. Don't you love I'm ex- how I'm excited. Nightwolf comes out of nowhere and he just starts talking about animalities? <laughs> Brandon's shaking like, as his a kid, head. I'm I just like, okay, cool. It's this like, guy's cool. But the movie, as an adult, I'm just like, whoa, wait. Nightwolf just came out of fucking nowhere. And then leaves. It's <laughs> just... The movie is rough to get through. Every character is just like... I don't know. Scorpion says, later, suckers. And then like leaves. <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> Jax's arms or sleeves? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Dude, I, I it, it it also makes me because I like I said I played uh, Mortal Kombat nine and X and like Injustice one, but I need to still play Injustice two and Mortal Kombat eleven. So I'm just like, oh, I'm so behind on this shit. I, I need to get to it, and it's it's so it just is still a testament that like Mortal Kombat, it, like Nether Realm, they do so well with their games. Where I'm not like I said before, I'm not a fighting game guy. Uh, and if I did try now, like I'm gonna get my ass kicked. It's gonna take a long time for me to get oh, good. Oh, you haven't to... played me in Injustice. <laughs> are you are you bad or like? I actually can win games online. I'm okay. Not like amazing, but I could definitely oh, that's, tear it up. That's what I'm saying. I'm not. I'm, I like. I, I barely have played fighting games. So if I jump on, I'm gonna get my ass kicked, and it's like it's gonna take a while for me to even get good. Probably to even like yeah. even if attempt to fight someone actually, online. If you want an actually really good Mortal Kombat movie. Literally just play Mortal Kombat. It's basically a movie. It's so yeah, exactly. That's what I'm so like. uh, Netherrealm's done such a good job that from Mortal Kombat nine through eleven, they're just. I'm literally I I'm playing the Netherrealm games, Mortal Kombat and Injustice for the stories. That's how enjoyable they are to me. I literally play the story and then I uninstall the game. Like I don't actually do anything else. Uh, That's how much I enjoy them though. And maybe you know what? Maybe with eleven until the next Netherrealm game, I'll actually potentially try to do something with it and see test things out maybe i'm not like i always loved playing a sub-zero but maybe he's not my best character and i could figure out who is and then maybe practice a bit or something and see if i can actually win a match with someone else maybe get them drunk first and then win the match against them that's that's the plan i think i think it's foolproof but they're pretty uh pretty intense fighting games there to get into yeah for sure but i think that's that's all we got and I think uh, looking at the time, I think we're pretty much uh, we gone. We went over a little bit, but yeah. I think it was worth it. I think it was worth it. Uh, at least we're oh, not yeah, at two yeah. hours. That was, uh, a, that was a fun talk about more yeah. of that. But I hope everyone had a great time. We'll be back again next week with episode ninety nine. So uh, be ready for that. We're closing in on episode one hundred and uh we i honestly still haven't figured out what the hell we're gonna do with it maybe james we just do like a two-hour episode um and just do extra play watch stuff and i think if anything we'll maybe talk about just how things were when we first started out to where we are now and just how we feel like change things have changed and what we are looking for with the show going forward and things like that that would definitely be interesting just because like if unless I'm misremembering, when we started recording this show, I was about to go off to Davis. No, I was like applying to Davis. Yeah, you were you're about to head back to yeah, because you're about to tr- basically transfer schools and stuff. Yeah. Uh, at this point I've like finished that and like gone on to literally actually getting a job in the science field. 
Exactly. So there, there's a big, sh there's a lot of differences there. And you know, when we first started, we actually were recording in the same room too, uh, which was that, too. <laughs> that ended at a certain point as well. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll be doing a good. We'll we'll do something big like that in episode 100, and it'll probably be like I said, around two two hours. It won't be three. I promise. It won't be three, yeah. uh, unless it is. And then, this sorry. ain't no Star but, Wars talk. Yeah, it's, it's not that. It's not that. I'm gonna plug the Disney World. Uh, but uh, yeah, we got that, and of course, uh, we we're delaying uh the release of Cut of Steel number seven just like by a week uh for scheduling issues, and then uh we did have like last week. You'll be listening to this, but if you haven't listened yet, our backlog special is out already for april so you can check that out we talk about a bunch of stuff like invincible because that's i would say bigger than normal topics we talk about the first season of invincible we review like destiny season of the chosen as a whole among a bunch of other shit i talk about like six godzilla movies james talks about um what did you, what did you talk you talked about uh oh train of busan that's what it was yeah, yeah, yeah. um but we have that out and then coming out this week we had to delay it one week but uh the next future sad watch episode where we talk about thx 1138 the very first uh written and directed george lucas film and then uh yeah we've got all those coming and then look forward to episode 99 and 100 of this and then we're actually gonna have brandon back too uh sometime in the future we're gonna figure out because there's gonna be a lot of schedule changes but oh, schedule changes I gotta still watch Doom Patrol season one and two, and then Brandon will be back, and we're going to talk about that. That's gonna be fun. We're, mm -hmm. we're just all gonna I, lay into it. I gotta say, I'm surprised more people haven't seen that show. Yeah, I, I've been I've been slowing all the DC uh, DC universe original shows. I've only the only thing I've actually seen is Injustice season three and Harley Quinn season one. Honestly, so I, I, there's a lot I haven't watched yet. And Brandon's always recommended Titans to me. He says it's the best show. So. Can you not put words in my mouth, please? <laughs> you need to stop. But, uh, yeah, you can write into the show at any time. Uh, give us any comments, feedback, and any questions you want us to read on the show at sutrasidetalk at gmail.com. And uh, you can also support the show by subscribing, liking, giving us a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening on, and sharing it via word of mouth or online. And, of course, you can follow the show on Twitter, at Sutra Side Talk, as well as on Instagram at Sutra Side Talk, and of course we tweet something out. If you can retweet it, if we post it on Instagram, if you put that on your story, that would be awesome. That really helps us too. And uh, yeah, if you can follow James on Twitter, you can at Invader Jim one two four, and you can follow me on Twitter at GoGoComzilla, and you can follow Brandon on I believe both Twitter and Instagram at Jiggity Jones, if I remember correctly, right? Yes, indeed. That's my handle for everything. And you can also find him every week on Apollo City Comics Podcast, where he loves to talk about Titans, the TV show, nonstop. That's all the show is, really, is a, a Titans podcast. Uh, for a Titans the... appreciation podcast, yeah, yeah, exactly. But they got uh, various uh, things on Apollo, like their newest uh, thing is Backlog Breakout, where you guys pick a random single-issue comic, right? Yeah, we basically, Brennan and I... And yes, uh, we're both named Brandon. Brandon and I basically go through our collection. We randomly choose a few issues and we both vote for which one we want to do a video on. 
and we kind of just jump in wherever the issue is and we explain like why we bought this, why we hated it or loved it and kind of explain what makes it awesome or terrible, however you want to look at it. And basically that's one of our new formats we're adding along with our unscripted commentaries on comics and films. And you guys also got a solicitation episode now, right? Yes, the one that you're on, actually. <gasps> the was it May solicitations or yeah, June? it was I May. We, we still have to do we still have to do June. Uh, but yeah, we, we still have already. to do the yeah. So you can definitely check that out on YouTube. Just check out Paul City Comics podcasts on YouTube, and you can find our channel. Definitely look it up on Instagram and Twitter. You can find everything there under that name. Um. And if you want to hear any more of my rants about comics, I do weekly comic book reviews on thirdplanet.news, where I'm the managing editor. Uh, nothing too crazy, just what I read for that week and if I liked it or not. And you can catch those weekly. Awesome. All right. Uh, we'll also have uh, links to both of those in the podcast notes, of course, for this as well, as well as links to Brandon's uh, healthcare and other things. But... I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this episode and we will catch you next week. So long. Right, later, y'all. Thanks for listening. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here.